This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. All right, so we just talked to Robert Sala, and we'll try to piece together what he was saying. At no point, according to Sala, did he go to Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson said, I'd rather not play. But it does sound like Zach Wilson might have said to a teammate, why should I play and get hurt? And what Sala was trying to tie it into is that the way college football is now in a team sport, and it's hard to, it's hard to really blame the guys. So USC is not going to the college playoffs, obviously. They lost too many games. And the presumptive number one pick in the draft, Caleb Williams, has said today he is not playing in their bowl game. Now, that's a terrible look if you're a member of a team. But if you're a businessman and you want to keep yourself healthy for the draft, it's probably the smart play. Now let's spin it around to Zach Wilson, who probably thinking to himself, why should I get crushed behind an offensive line that's like paper mache? get myself hurt, and any chance I have of ever being a good NFL quarterback might be shot if I separate my shoulder, if I tear up my knee. I think he was putting those two things together, Don, and saying, listen, he didn't say it to me. If he said it to me, he'd be out of here. But if he expressed concern to teammates, then so be it. Yeah, but isn't that convenient? That still would bother me. I'd still want to investigate. I'd want to call Aaron Rodgers say, did he talk to you? Did he actually have a conversation about not wanting to play? It sounds like he doesn't want to hear it. But the kid said to him, I want to play. So isn't that all that counts? No, because you because you choose it to be all that counts. Wouldn't you want to find out, did Aaron Rodgers have to convince you to play? Did your teammates have to convince you to play? And I would definitely make it part of my decision process whether he plays again or not. Oh, he's going to play again. I, but if, if, if let's say Peter and I are having a conversation and I've got some reticence about doing something on the show, but I never say it to you and I ended up doing it anyway. The fact that I expressed some reticence to Peter doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but it's the not- fact that he might have said to Rogers, hey, should I really do this and get myself hurt for nothing? Wouldn't you? If he says it to the coach, I'm not doing it, then you then you fire his butt. But the question is, why then did some, what does it say about his relationships with people if he said that to a teammate and they leaked it to Diana? Not a great look. No, it's, it, it's his teammate trying to get out in public that this guy's kind of soft. But Michael, you, your, your work ethic has never been in question, all right? We've never had an issue with you not wanting to give your all. This is somebody who has a history of ha- of being a bit of a problem. All right, never work ethic wise. Whatever it is, he wasn't all in last year. Right. His teammates gave up on him last year. He had to win them back over, and now word is leaked out that he didn't want to play. Now he told you, "I want to play, coach," but you wouldn't want to investigate to find out if this guy's all in or not. Whether Aaron Rodgers had to call him to convince him to play. But what difference does it make, Don? Because if unless he says it to you and he ends up being out on the field, then he's out on the field. No, it just it shows a weakness. Like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have the guts to tell me, but he was telling some of his teammates and right. had to be convinced to play. I need to know if he's in. There's a question about confidence. There's a question about leadership. All those things but let me ask fall under fire here. If you find out that he said to Rodgers, I don't know if I want to play, what are you going to do? And he tells you he wants to play. What are you going to do, not play him? I don't. I don't know if I want to play somebody that's not all in. 
Well, he said to you he's all in. Yeah, but he said he had to be convinced to be in. Then he tells me, how do I know that's not out of weakness? He doesn't have the guts to tell me. He doesn't have the guts to tell me, the guy that can cut him, that uh, he doesn't want to play. Like, I need to investigate to find out if this guy's all in or not. Mm -hmm. And it didn't seem like Sala was interested in finding out the answer because he probably knows the answer is no, he doesn't really want to play. Maybe he doesn't want to hear that answer. He, He wants Zach Wilson to start. Well, you better, he better be right. Well, how, how could he be wrong? The, 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 the two other because, options are brutal. Uh, they're brutal, Michael, but they're, they're guys that they may not have the talent, but they're in. They want to play. The guy's scared to get hurt. How is he going to play? Is he going to play to the best of his ability? Is he going to rush for that first down, or is he just going to throw the ball away and say, I don't need this garbage? Like, how are the rest of the team going to uh, be affected by him not wanting to be out there and him not giving his all because he's afraid he's going to get hurt. You know how players play scared, Michael. They play poorly. Now, granted, their options aren't good, but at this point, Michael, I mean, it's sending a message to the rest of the team. Do you really want to play somebody that's scared to go out there and play that maybe doesn't, that has to be convinced to go out there and play? Like, like Sala said, the Tomlin quote, you know, they're volunteers, not hostages. And I need to find out, are you, are you all in? Well, it, it's funny, though. I think the most serious aspect of this is something that Peter brought up. A teammate heard it and leaked it to somebody. Unless a coach heard it and didn't want to hear it from Zach Wilson, and by getting it out in public, made Zach Wilson come in and go, I'm all in. I not, I, I'll tell you it what, on. I don't care how he got there. If he says he's all in, then he's going to play. Right, but but it, it, it's, it felt like and we've gotten to know Robert Sala over the last three years, all right? He's all in. We may not be happy with his answers. He might not be the greatest of guest at times, but the guy is all in. He does not sound like somebody that is just going to take this. I, I would think he'd want to investigate it, and it, it just, he just—he kind of just sounded neutered to me, almost like it's not his call. It's like whatever. I don't need this aggravation if he can play. He says he wants to play. Fine, I'll believe him, and we'll just play him because somebody maybe is telling him to play him, or he's or or he just sounded like a defeated man. That this is a guy that's all in. Whether you like him as a coach or not, he's all in. He cares about this team. He cares about winning. And now he's going to make a decision on who wants to play quarterback. As bad as Simeon and Boyle are, I'm sure they're going to line up and say, play me, play me. And now there's information out there, credible information, that this guy had to be convinced by a teammate to go out there and play. And you're cool with that? If you're the head coach of the team, you're going to just accept that at face value because you have no other choice? I would be red hot. Now, maybe he does not need to express that to us, but then, you know, defending it like it's, he said it's no big deal. All right, he says it's no big deal. I don't believe him. I believe that Robert Sala is red hot and But disgusted. he also said that if it was said to him, I'm not playing, the guy would be cut. He said that. Right, but, but I just think he's giving himself an out because I don't think he's got the power to cut him. He sounds like somebody that is, he's, all year he has sounded like somebody that is answering questions that he's not the person that should be answering them. Well, I mean, this is something that, this is certainly uh, something that fans don't care about. But I think it's disgraceful. And this is a guy that I've had uh, interactions with and I like. It's disgraceful that Joe Douglas, while this ship be sinking, has not said a word. I mean, are you kidding me? Don't you owe it to your fan base to explain why you went into the season with with Zach Wilson as the backup quarterback and all the machinations that have followed? Doesn't the GM owe it to the fan base? You're going to just sit me up. Well, I don't. I only talk, you know, during the bye week and after the season. Well, no. 
When the ship is sinking, you got to talk. Brian Cashman talks. Why can't you? Yeah, it, it's it's really... Because it, you're hanging Robert Sala out to try to answer all these questions. If I'm Robert Sala, I'm disgusted that I'm the one every week, not just every week, almost every day has to address the media. Once a week, come on with us. And one of the major problems with this team, whether he's uh, the, the problem, a major problem, a part of the problem, is Joe Douglas, and he hasn't spoken? Not a word. Unbelievable. And, uh, you've got to have some sort of, and I understand well, with their bye was earlier in the season or whatever, but at some point when you see that your coach is getting lit up, your coach is getting destroyed, you're getting destroyed, that the only person that gets to speak is the coach, and that he doesn't go out there and, and say something, anything. Well, maybe we wouldn't buy it, maybe we wouldn't like it, but at least it'd be something. That That's why when people don't talk after a game, and we bring it up and everyone goes, oh, who cares that he, he blew off the media? If you don't talk, somebody else mm-hmm. has to. Robert Sala gets paid a lot of money, but he shouldn't have to take every sling and arrow for what's happened with the Jets. There should be some form of help in Joe Douglas speaking and explaining what has gone on. Unless Joe Douglas is just hanging Robert Saul out there to dry so he takes the hit. Well, it's a bad look, Joe. I, you look weak by not talking during this. This ship is sinking. It's, it's more underwater than, it's right now. Than, you have worse, not said a word. What's worse than sinking? It, it's, I, it's on fire while it's submerged. sinking. submerged. I just... But Peter, you know what I'm talking about. The, the guy that's his motto is all gas and no break is cool that his quarterback might not be all in. I don't I don't think he said that though. He didn't say he was cool that it's all that that he he said he doesn't have a problem with someone in in, in, in his stage in his career and who he is having the feeling as a fleeting thought. He right, didn't say saying he, it to a teammate. He didn't say he's good with him coming. He said very specifically, if he came to me and said that, he'd be done. But him having a conversation, which is like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I get you, you. It's certainly disappointing to hear it. But like, is that enough to 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 think he should be out? I mean, they did do a lot with him over the last couple of years, guys, to make him doubt himself and to make him think I'm not their guy anyway. Weird. I don't know. It just it, it's it's a really just it, it, every day. It's something with this team. No, it's getting worse every and day. It's, and it's really just embarrassing every single... Because we're we're having a conversation about who's going to be their quarterback. Is it going to matter? Is it going to matter? If it's Zach Wilson, are they beating Houston? Are they no. beating Miami? Are they going to no. survive? You know, what, what's what's the latest with uh, with Rodgers? Is he going it, to... It, it is just... it's They grab our attention because they, they're so interesting in their ridiculousness. And yet, still, they're mathematically alive, so the game still means something. If if we're going to have a legitimate conversation on who the Giants' quarterback should be against the Packers, and the way the Packers are right now playing, it doesn't probably matter because they're mathematically alive. Certainly, the Jets are mathematically alive, but it really doesn't matter because no matter who the quarterback is, they can't figure it out. I've never seen an offense this embarrassing. Let's go to the phones. First, remind you, Football Mondays on 98.7 ESPN are brought to you by Sloman's. Sloman's has low-price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices. For 100 years, Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL. All right, let's go to the phones. Um, let's go to David in Elmwood Park. David. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hello, David. Hi, oh, guys. Hi, guys. 
<laughs> I just uh, I, you guys all touched on this a little bit, but um, uh, I wanted to say that I don't think Rodgers should have ever came into the Jets. I mean, the Packers just beat Kansas City. Uh, their roster is just as good. Maybe the Jets' defense has a slight edge, but they've got gamers over there in uh, in Green Bay, and uh, the turf monster probably would have never got Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know, like just, you know, Green Bay's doing pretty good with Jordan Love. Imagine what they would do with Aaron Rodgers. It's well, like uh, I, I thought, said it uh, earlier, David. I, 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 he's got to regret it because they said it during the broadcast yesterday. I think Melissa Stark said it that um, Aaron Rodgers has called Love and told him what a great job he did last week. So he's watching them, and he knows that he'd be going to the playoffs this year with the with, with that team. He would. He had such a yearning to get out of there, and they probably yeah, wanted to get him out of there too because you know otherwise they would have drafted Jordan Love for nothing. Because, you know, when you pick up the fifth-year option, they needed to see what Jordan Love was all about, and they knew that Rodgers was moving toward the end. Now, here's another thought that I had, and I just don't know what the answer is. They're going to keep Rodgers. If they don't lose another game, if they don't win another game, they're going to finish 4-13. and 13. There's a chance they'll have a top-three pick. Rodgers, at best, is your quarterback for two more years. Are you meaning to tell me that if Caleb Williams or Drake May or Michael Penix is on the board, you're not going to think about taking him because you need to help Aaron Rodgers? Well, I mean, that, that's kind of what the situation is going to be. That, that's why I said unless they win a Super Bowl, this has been an awful, awful acquisition because you're holding the team hostage to win for, um, for Aaron Rodgers, but the, the future is nothing, nothing. If you have a quarterback that's 40 years old now, he'll be 41 next December, and you don't pick a quarterback to replace him, right. then you're not doing a good job. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be like, wait a minute, we've got a top five pick, and you're taking a quarterback and not a weapon that we yep. desperately need? That 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 That's the problem. Therein lies and, the rub. And, and also, guys, let's not just make it out to, oh, it just, it just, it's tough luck on the Jets. This whole Rodgers thing blew up. The whole reason they had to go to Rodgers is because they couldn't find a quarterback. Their incompetency of being able to land a quarterback between Sam and then obviously what happened with Zach put them in the situation that they had to climb into bed with Aaron Rodgers. So don't sit there and feel sorry for the Jets in their situation. Yes, it stunk that Rodgers got hurt, Michael, but they made their bet. If they if they drafted well, if they were able to develop a quarterback, they would not have had to try to build this super team around Aaron Rodgers and, and have to wait for him to make decisions on what's going to happen with the future of the team. But they put themselves in this situation. Let's go to uh, Corey in Pompton Lakes. Corey. What's up, guys? You know what? Zach Wilson is right, and he's fed up, and he doesn't want to play anymore. You know what's fed up? The fans are fed up. We're fed up because I pay, I pay every year for season tickets to go to games, and it's the same thing every year. It's disgusting. The team is disgusting. Every time something good you think is going to happen, the other shoe falls every single time. And, and the Jets have the audacity to call us in October to renew season tickets for next tough. season. Yeah, that's tough. Absolutely, absolutely insane that these guys have the, the audacity to call me in October when after Rodgers is hurt, after all this nonsense, to make me pay for next season. And now, and, and, and now people want to kill Zach. And you know what? At, at the end of the day, you're right. He's an NFL player. He's getting paid. He should play. But honestly, it, it's the ineptitude of this entire organization from top to bottom. Uh, Corey, don't you, think that, you said, don't you think some of the ineptitude is Zach's? Yeah, but but I hear what you're it, saying, it, that it's bigger than Zach. He's just a, he's, he's a symptom of it. it. It is bigger than Zach, and it starts at top, the top with Woody. It starts with him, because, you know, it's, since he bought this team in 98 or whatever it was, 
it's all about the same thing with him. It's selling tickets right, and, and but getting money. Unfortunately, that's, that's you can't fire an owner. But the thing is, the reports right, were he, right. was a, he didn't want to get hurt. But how do you go into that locker room and say, all right, Tim Boyle, you can get hurt, but I can't? Trevor Simeon, you can go you're out right. there and get hurt. Somebody's got to replace him, Corey. I understand everything that you're saying, but at the end of the day, he's got to go out there and play, and that's probably what convinced him to do it because somebody's got to replace you. And you can't put yourself above the team. As much as he may have gotten a raw deal in your mind, he, he he's, his, there's still blood on his hands. He still has not lived up to the expectations. Some of that is on him, too. And you're part of a team. It stinks to have to go out there and lose. But to have somebody else do it in your stead, that's not a good teammate. Uh, you know, I've, I always feel uncomfortable like putting the blame on the owners. Woody Johnson's not cheap. All he wants to do is sell tickets. Yeah, that's part of the job. He owns the team. He wants to have the stadium filled. What's the big deal? But, yeah, but he, there's, he goes a, there's out a way and to spends money and hires people. Maybe he hires the wrong people. But but it's not because he doesn't want to win. But yeah, but of course you want to win. I mean, the, the buck ultimately stops with the owner. They don't have a presentable product, and prices continue to go up. They continue to hit people up in October and ask for more money in the middle of things being a failure. Uh, the, the, the consumer has the right to say, "I'm not pleased with well, the, the product." But that the I'm consumer getting. also has the right, Peter, to say, "I'm not buying the ticket." Uh, but well, nobody no, no. does that, do they? No, that that is the only answer. Well, they they have. I mean, they said what they had to say about the PSL. It wiped out the uh, the, waiting the waiting list. list. So the, yeah. the, the fans have had their say, Michael. I'm not going to complain about the fans complaining because they've had to watch this. We watch out of obligation for our job. They watch because they love this team, and they're hoping it's going to be figured out someday. But he didn't, and the one, he, it's not like he hired some crackpot when he got Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas was a well-respected guy from a great organization. But, you know, uh, unfortunately for Woody, he doesn't, he doesn't do a lot of talking either. And he's been the one common denominator in the 13 years now that this team has missed the playoffs. So I don't think anybody's ever accused him of not wanting to win. Well, the worst thing he ever caring. did was take a phone call from Peyton Manning. Well, but that's part of it, right? Now, he's tried different ways. You can never, it's hard to criticize an owner because they're not built in experts, right? You can, anybody can buy a football team if they've got the money and they're cleared by the NFL. And one of the things cleared by the NFL is not how much you know football, that's not the way they vet you. But And he can't lose his job. But he has not done a great job as an executive of bringing in the right people. He's tried advisors, Wolf and Casserly, and they got it wrong. I mean, there's been a lot of bad decisions. That's on him. I'm not going to feel bad for Woody. But at the same time, why complain about it? He's not going to sell the team. So it's really, and he can't be fired. So what are we doing? All right, let's take a brief time out. When we come back, Scott Van Pelt will join us. We'll talk about the college football situation and also the upcoming Monday Night Football game. But first, Peter has to tell us about FanDuel. Yeah, Michael, I'm happy to do that because the weather's getting colder, but the NFL offers, they're staying hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL, 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y-R. Text hope and y 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. To Football Monday with the Michael K. Show, presented by Infinity and Slowman's. Welcome back to the Michael K. Show, Monday Night Football tonight. It's uh, Jacksonville against the Bengals, one hand injury away from being a really good matchup, but I'm sure Joe and Troy will make the most of it, and so will the crew leading up to it on Monday Night Countdown, led by our good friend Scott Van Pelt. He joins us every Monday at this time. Scott, how you doing? Well, as always, I look forward to these visits. Well, we look forward to having you. Before we start with the NFL, why don't we start with college I know you uh, spend a lot of time on this on your show at night. Um, what do you think of the four that made it into the playoffs, and do you think that Florida State has a legitimate beef? Uh, I think that two things can be true at once, and I think if you're if you're trying to set up a playoff that makes for the most competitive playoff, they, they seeded the four correctly. Having said that, if you're a Florida State fan and you're irate today, I feel... I feel your your anger, and and I would, and anyone out there that's listening, I realize like New York City, is it a, is it a hotbed for college football? No, but you're you're they're great sports fans, right. and you get the big picture here. If you're paying attention to this, and your team won every game, and you play in a Power Five league, you, you're you're pissed, and you should be. But look, when the committee set this up years ago, with five Power Five uh, conferences and four spots, by definition. This could have always been what happened. Right. That there was one, there were there were one too many, and that's kind of where it feels like they are this year. The fact that Florida State's a fourteen point dog against Georgia in the bowl game they're playing is Vegas the ultimate arbiter? No, no, they're not because Oregon was a favorite over Washington and they lost. Bama was an underdog to Georgia and they won. So no, it doesn't. Vegas isn't the ultimate arbiter. But but if they're telling you that a shorthanded Florida State team just would not have been as competitive as an Alabama team who just beat Georgia. So. Well, I'm not trying to dodge the question. I think that I think ultimately they seeded it correctly for what we currently have, and yet if you're Florida State, I don't know how you ever reconcile that your team won every game it played and and was left out. It, it's not even that. 
It's just that what do the polls mean going into this week? Because I need need somebody to explain to me how Texas can beat Oklahoma State and jump from seven to four, and Florida State can beat Louisville, be undefeated, and drop to five. That's the issue. If you want to tell me, take the four best teams, okay, then what are we ranking for? Because it's unfair for Florida State to be in the top four, beat Louisville, and fall out. And don't tell me Texas beating Oklahoma State was any kind of big deal, because it wasn't. You're right, and that's that's where if you if you point to the w- weekly reveal of the rankings and say it's nothing but a television show, then I'd, I'd say Don, well, I guess you're right because they've shown that you're the committee's the one that told us this is how they had it seated, and then they get in the room and it's like, all right, well, now it matters, right? It's almost as if it, they're, they're, these are just placeholders right. until we get to yesterday morning, and and so your question's entirely reasonable, and I can't answer it. I don't know how you're you're for. Um, other than the fact that, well, are we really going to exclude the SEC? Now, was this a the best year the SEC's ever had? No, not even close. Um, but I do think if you watch Bama and Georgia play, you, and you think it would have been an elimination game for the entire league, well, how does that make any damn sense? And then you could also say, well, wait, you're telling me Florida State's not as good as Bama, but they're better than Georgia? And then Vegas is saying Buzzy. Georgia's a 14-point favorite? None of it makes any Buzzy. damn sense. What we needed was a dozen teams. We get it next year. We could have had it this year if it weren't for this alliance that these conferences created a few years ago that, that sort of cut the legs out of the whole process. So we're stuck with what we got. I, I, I genuinely feel badly for Florida State fans. Um, but I think objectively, if they look at their team, they know that they aren't who they were before their quarterback was injured. You know, it's interesting, though, Scott, because you know, you, you're telling me that, that, that they picked the four best teams that would make for the best games in the, in the playoffs. But what's the whole season for? And and you know, it was a great point by Florida State. They should have lied about their quarterback being out for the year. They should, yeah, he'll probably be back for the for the uh, for the playoff. I mean, that would have made the most sense. Also, I mean, imagine if they did that in other sports. Well, you know, the Yankees probably would have made a better um, playoff team than the teams that made it. So we're just going to put the Yankees in. You're playing the season for a reason. I, I listen. I I completely agree. I again. I think what what happened here is it's musical chairs. There are four, and in the end, you had five that, that I think could all make legitimate cases. Texas beating Bama. The fact that no one lost games at the top literally all year. I mean, it just these things generally sort themselves out, mm-hmm. which really does the committee a solid because they rarely are in a spot where they have to make a choice that's going to infuriate an entire. You know, conference or region, but that—that's it is a beauty contest. And and you know, Greeny made that point on Get Up this morning and said they they become skating judges. And I mean, it's there's there's truth to that. You know, you're making subjective decisions about what you think as opposed to the results which right. you which you know. Those are facts, not opinions. Are you are you and, looking? You know, we traffic are, in that, right? Are you looking for we, the we best? In, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are you looking for the no, best game? Or are you looking for the teams that had the best season? Right, I agree. I, I say all the time that we that, that, that this forum is, is is fun because there's facts which are not debatable, and then there are opinions. And unfortunately, what the committee ends up with are the facts, which is here's your resume, and then the opinions about that. And the opinions about the, the resume in Florida State's case, because of the injuries, leave them saying, "Look, you're you're not what you were. You're a shorthanded team." Fowler, who's brilliant, anytime he's on, Chris Fowler was on me last night, and he said, "The question you always ask a coach." In a candid moment, you know, which isn't for rare, but they'll tell you the truth. Who'd you, who would you least want to play? Would you rather play uh, Alabama, 
who just obliterated a great Georgia team at the line of scrimmage, or would you rather play a, a, an excellent Florida State team who's down to its second-string quarterback? Well, the answer would almost certainly be I'd rather play a short-handed Florida State team. So the, the coach would rather, if they'd rather play Florida State, then the, the correct answer theoretically is Alabama. Now, is that the best answer? I don't know, but that's probably the most honest one. You know what I mean? That's yeah, just crazy because you can make the case that Georgia would be favored against all these teams in a neutral site. Well, they're favored by 14 over Florida State. Now, again, does that mean that they will win that fight? No, it doesn't mean it, but it's like that's what Vegas, how Vegas sees it. All right, so you have Monday Night Football tonight. Are you yep. Are you buying stock in Jacksonville? You know, it, it's like they're they're really good, but to me, they don't blow me away. I don't look at them as dominant. What's your read? I think that it, it's there's stages to this. There's layers and levels to this in most sports where you get there and you all right, you, you get your feet wet. All right, and then you then you need to start feeling more comfortable in that stage, and then you become either. Your water finds its level, right? If they're gonna, if they're gonna truly ascend and be at the, at the at the top of the food chain, you know, nights like this are games where you're just supposed to go out and win against a team that doesn't have Joe Burrow. You said it well, Michael. A wrist injury away from this being a great game. Um, I buy them as being good, but until you've done it, um, until you've gone out and and won games, you know, in in Arrowhead or in Buffalo or in you know Cincinnati or wherever. Then it's hard for me to say that you're you're you've arrived. Uh, this year in the AFC is really interesting because Kansas City losing again last night. It looks like for for the first time maybe since Mahomes has been the guy, the, the road won't go through Arrowhead. Miami currently is the one in the AFC, and a, a win tonight for uh, the for the Jags puts them on the nine win level along with Miami. So you know being at home is, is such a gigantic advantage. Uh, I think it matters for a young team uh, with a with a young quarterback like Lawrence for the playoffs. I buy them as good. You got to prove it to me that you're great, and they haven't yet. So there's a South bias, I guess, in both conferences, but especially here, where they, we kind of look at their wins and say, "Yeah, well, you're a South team. You got to prove otherwise." Well, it's interesting though, because like, I mean, the Colts and the, and the Texans both have seven wins. Like, I don't know how the hell the Colts have them, but they do. Uh, I, I, that's fair. But I mean, like, I look at the, the, the bigger issue for me is like, I look at the Dolphins, and it's not their fault that their schedule is what it is. But they, the, the, the best teams they've played, they've lost to all of them. Now the season ends with three really good games, and so all right, we'll find out what you really are about. Jacksonville, when they had a chance here against San Francisco, got absolutely demolished. But then again, so did Philadelphia yesterday. Maybe San Francisco is just that good. But I, I would agree that you know it's. You know, it's it's a bit like college football where you look at your resume and you go, "Who are you beating? Like, have you shown me that you're truly at that level?" And and it's not it's not unfair to say that Jacksonville mostly hasn't. They did beat Buffalo, although they're five hundred at this point. Um, this would have been a great litmus test again, but with Burrow out, I don't know. I don't know what we really learned in a night like tonight. Scott, we we've been talking about it throughout the day. Zach Wilson, the report out that Zach is not interested <laughs> in coming back to start. Two things: one, yeah. have you ever heard of anything like this at any level of football? And two, what the hell is going on with this team and every quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers? I don't know, man. It's funny. I was, I was thinking about that as, as I was driving uh, to the stadium and I was reading this. As you know, get off the plane and you get updated, like, wow, he he doesn't he's hesitant to do it. I mean, like, look, you, you Peter, you wear a lot of hats, man. Like your boss says, hey, we need you to come in and, and do this, that, or the other. Like, I think at some point you say, I always say to people in, in, in any business, say yes until you earn the right to say no. 
right? right? Like, yeah, you, you put as much on your plate. Be a, be a good be a good earner for, for for your employer, and then at some point, maybe you earn the right to say, "Listen, I'd rather not do this, but I, I got you on all these other things." Well, Zach, Zach has not earned the right to say no. Right. If, they, if they want you to go out there, I get that this whole year's a bummer. I mean, it's a profound bummer for him and for the team. But if they say we need you to go Sunday, then you're not in a position to say no. What are we? What are we even talking about? Like it's your job to play the game. The end. It's it's a bizarre world. I mean, it's like it's like if you said, well, you know, Burrow's hurt. I'm not I'm not going to do uh, NFL countdown today. I'm not going to do Monday yeah. countdown. I mean, you just I, and you have the right probably, but I mean, you just don't do it. It's a bad look. Right, for Zach there, there, Michael, you know, and you're like, there's probably lots of times you'd love to tell your boss, "Are you kidding me?" But you still say yes because it's your boss. Well, it's and not- you you do you you. And, and this is where you could point out, like, how many people would kill to do this? I mean, and that's what we hear in our business. So, like, you know how many people would kill to do Of course. And, and we get all that. And we're we're lucky people, all of us. We're in the get-to job, not got to. But there's times that you're like, ah, this is what i got to go do. And I don't, there's, there's somebody out there listening to us right now that works, you know, busts his ass for a living. Or, or, she, or a woman who works as hard as she possibly can, works two or three jobs. And they're just rolling their eyes going, what are you talking about? You don't want to, like, you think I want to get up when the alarm goes off and get on the train and go to work? No, but I, like, you do your job. Like it's just—it's an indefensible position. Well, you do your job very well, and every Monday you do your job very well here. We thank you very much, Scott, as always. It's a—it's—it's it's a blast. I really enjoyed doing this. I appreciate you guys giving me the time to come on and chat with you. Thanks, man. Uh, be well, buddy. Now, coming up in just a moment, the NFL yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh, and what a day it was, happened. Michael. Are you kidding me? Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be lit, the kids say. Oh yeah, sure they did. At one point they did. Okay, LeGreco Rosenberg and you right here on Yes and ninety eight seven ESPN. You know, the holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code K at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless this offer will not last long omaha steaks is ready to ship your order right away so shop early and beat the shipping rush go to omahasteaks.com and use the promo code k k y at checkout omaha steaks is a gift from the heart a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite order with complete confidence today knowing you're ordering the very best and it is the very best i really enjoy an omaha steak at my house me and my son my wife my daughter well my daughter doesn't really eat a steak but everybody else does they love it they love it all the sides are great even the burgers are absolutely phenomenal trust me omaha steaks is great not just reading it i'm saying it because i believe it visit omahasteaks.com take advantage of 50 percent off site-wide plus use promo code k k a y at checkout to get that extra 30 dollars off your order minimum order may be required Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. This is football! Yes, football! Start playing football! The NFL Yesterday. Oh, yeah! A lot going on today. 
Don't worry about the fact that my earpiece fell apart in my hand as I'm preparing to do it. Oh, I'm you sorry need to, hear to that. put it together. No, yeah. I know I know how to do it now, Michael. Oh. It just it's done. I need a new one. Bristol, send me a new one. The earpiece is done. Um, but don't worry, I'm going to make it work. Guys, a lot happened in the NFL yesterday, and today's NFL yesterday is brought to you by our friends over at Pajama Gram. So, guys, let's not talk about the filth that is New York football. No. The beauty of the NFL yesterday is we look around to other places, and we find other teams who you didn't know had any talent whatsoever who managed to put things together and win games, like the Indianapolis Colt whose winning streak is now up to four games. Let's hear the call. Without their starting quarterback, by right. the way. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely without their starting quarterback, who wasn't special in the first place. Yeah, but I then... He's pretty good. He's young. But they got a Minshew. Let's hear the call in overtime from 1070, the fan in Indy. Minshew out of the gun. Shotgun snap. Looks to his right. In the end zone. Throws Michael Pittman. Touchdown! Touchdown, Michael Pittman! Karate chop right to the larynx. What do you mean? The guy stepping all over him. Oh, so you mean you would do that? Yeah. Just the way it would sound. We just won a game in overtime. It's you stepped on my call. How dare you? Just a full beat down. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you know, you play-by-play guys can take out former football players. Yeah, you see it all the time. You see it all the time. I mean, this Indianapolis Colts team, though, after getting down three in overtime, they win it with the touchdown. The Colts are 4-0 against the spread as favorites this season. Michael Pittman Jr. is the first player in Colts history to record 10 receptions and the game-winning TD in overtime. Now, let's go to another AFC South team. How about them Texans? Another win yesterday over the Broncos with a game-sealing interception of Russell Wilson at the end of the game. Hearts are pounding in Houston. Third and goal from the eight. Wilson in the gun. One back. P. Ryan. Wilson gets the snap. Wilson chased. Wilson escapes the sack. Throws left side of the end zone. Yes! It's intercepted. The Texans have it. Jimmy Ward. Houston's going to win. More slight steppage. There you go. I'm talking about interceptions. That was from Sports Radio 610 in Houston. The Texans with a win. They entered the season with the third lowest chance to make the playoffs at 15%. Now they have a 71% chance to make it. Oh. Peter, who touted them at the beginning? Michael, you did. I don't know why you haven't picked them so much. Maybe because yeah, you're you? a gutless puke. You really, you missed out, haven't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, I- I'm an idiot, as oh, we yes. all know. I'll, I'll find that to be true. I went with my gut, and I decided to just go ahead and rock with Philly, even though we all knew. What was the main thing we had to say on Friday about the Philly-San Francisco game? What a weird line. Hmm. San Francisco favored by three it against been the- 20. And ex- and that's the thing. <laughs> and that's why I'm an idiot, because even when I see the line, I thought about it. I, I went, oh, this line stinks. You know what that means? San Francisco by three when I think it should be Philly by one. That's not Vegas getting it wrong. That means Vegas knows it's San Francisco I mean, it's by a million. It wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's me getting it wrong. But and that's the, ex- the, the worst, most embarrassing pick of any of us was Don taking the commanders. That was just inexcusable. Yeah, but I still got five points. 
Yeah, he's the, feeling, uh, if you're going to have a bad game, make it your one-point play. Yeah, yeah mine was my three-point play. It's an excellent point by you. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you and I went right. You and I were a little bit chippy on Friday afternoon about that game. Went right up head-to-head. Wish I'd had it as my three-point play. Oh, so I would have been. But you've got the Jacks tonight. I know, but the, and the Jags. Listen, I love the Jags on my three-point play, but I wish I was. I wish I had it in the bag. I think I gained four points on you if you lose tonight, right? How many points do you have? He has zero. No, no, me. No. I have one. Oh, one. So you'll gain. You'll gain. Yeah, you have yeah, a, you have a big. Five, op- you have right? a, no, no. You, if I were, if you were, if I were a hockey commentator, I would tell you have a big opportunity tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't ask why I say that. It's just a joke in my own head. So we know that Vegas did favor the Niners, but man, I'll tell you what. Brock Purdy, that boy gonna do what that boy gonna do. Purdy gonna Purdy. He gonna Purdy. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit play by play from KNBR in San Francisco. Debo Samuel is loose. Touchdown, San Francisco. The Debo dash. What a play call! Quick perimeter screen out to the left. Quick snap. Debo's waving bye bye to the Philadelphia crowd. What an absolute beast! Nobody does. Nobody steps on Greg Papa. Greg Papa does the stepping. Uh, according to our friend Elias, former WWE superstar. The Niners' 23-point win, I did not get that right, is the second-largest road win in NFL history over the team with the outright best record at least 10 games into the season. Now, during ENN, I think we should also talk a little bit about the craziness that happened within the game. I don't oh, know. I, I, we need to find out what's up with the security guard. The security guy who seems like such a character and he got into it. it a lot happened It was not there. good. It, well, it, you know what it wasn't? It wasn't what you want. Uh, let's actually hear from Kyle Shanahan about that incident on the sideline. Tried my hardest not to lose my mind. Hopefully I didn't embarrass myself too bad. I didn't get to see it all from where I'm at, but when I start hearing people explain it to me and stuff, and I just can't believe someone not involved in a football game can taunt our players like that and put their hands in our guy's face. And um, from what I was told, Dre did it back to him, and I was told that he mashed him in the face a little bit, so he got ejected, but that was a very frustrating play. I got to watch it to have a true opinion on it, but I loved how we rallied after it. Should be fine. say something to you on the way out there? Was that what he's talking to you about there? Uh, yeah, he was awesome. He just he wasn't a fan of what happened on the play either, and uh, he handled it with total class, and it was real cool. Nick Sirianni on the loss. I'm sure we'll like this and not find it annoying. They got after us good today. A lot of credit to them. They're, they're a really good football team. We didn't play our best game. You can't play that way against the and, and coach that way against a, a really good team. Okay. You know what? It wasn't annoying. No, it was very, very nice. All right, Michael and I went head-to-head. Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes. Nipple to nipple, right? Uh, Yeah, that's right. And and the win went to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Let's hear a little play-by-play from 106.5. The Wolf in Green Bay. 50 seconds to go in the fourth. Chiefs trail by eight. They need a touchdown and a two. From the shotgun, it's Mahomes. He's going deep down the right side. And it's incomplete inside the five. They were looking for MVS. It looked like he had a chance to make a play. Harrington Valentine in coverage for the Packers. Looking for the flag. Didn't get it. 
lot of people thought there should have been P.I. That would have been a huge, huge moment. It didn't happen. And here's Mahomes on the no call. It is what it is, man. Obviously, the guy was probably a little early, but at the end of the game, they're letting guys play. I'm kind of about that. I really you let the guys play and let the guys win it on the field. It's hard. It's a hard job, man. So when we're in that situation, I can't be wanting a flag. I have to try to go out there and win the game myself and with the rest of my teammates. I'll tell you guys two thoughts as we wrap up the NFL sure. yesterday. Number one. I've never been like less scared of the Chiefs getting the ball late than I was yesterday. I just didn't think they were going to move down the field and score. Well, that's a different team. And number two, it pains me to say this because like nobody wants their friend to be as lucky with quarterbacks as Ballard has been. I'm making the call now. They got their guy. Oh, easy. No, I, I, I'm making the call right now. Let him do it, Done. Michael. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. He's the guy. Ten years. Maybe 12. That's it. Jordan Love is the guy well, in Green Bay. I think, I think we're going to do this show for another 12 years. All right. Know. We'll see if you're right or wrong. Uh, I, it's going to play out. I love where I'm at. There's just something. You think it'll still be up in the air like a decade in? Yeah, Michael's still going to be <laughs> fighting it. I just, there's a certain thing about the way he carries himself and, and slings it, man. I just think he's the real deal. Yeah, you also thought Sam Howell was no, the real I didn't. deal. Taylor no, Heineke I, I didn't. No, right. again, Don, real quick, we got to close. I know, we're closing. But real quick, did I ever say in the case of either of those players, that's it, we found the guy? Never did. Thank you very much. That will do it for the NFL yesterday. It's brought to you by Pajama Graham. Soft, silky, a best-selling Christmas gift for her. Get a free $75 nightie with a naturally nude pajamas. Nude. From pajamagram.com. We have a timeline on the uh, Zach Wilson stuff from Diana Rossini, Michael. It's very interesting, by the way. we got to get to that. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk to Desmond Howard about the college football. There you go. Save the Diana Rossini for ENN, though. We're going to dive right into that. No, no, no. We're not saving it until 6. What are you, crazy? You know what? I'll just go home. 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series comes to MetLife Stadium this winter for two games featuring four division rivals. The Flyers face off against the Devils on Saturday, February 17th. That's at 8 p.m. And the Rangers take on the Islanders on Sunday, February 18th at 3 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at NHL.com slash Stadium Series Tickets. Keep it locked into the K-Show today for your chance to score tickets right here on ESPN. New York. Desmond Howard next. With the holidays around the corner, get a jump start on the new year by losing can contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with NJ Diet. They help you the natural way with your hair and saliva samples along with their bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements where the side effect is weight loss. Then NJ Diet utilizes DNA testing to determine your ideal workout regimen and diet to help you keep it off. Best of all, NJ Diet is all natural. None of those injections, no hormones and no surgery. Full supervision is provided every step of the way. And you even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Locations throughout the tri-state are available worldwide with live online video consultations. So call them now, 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or go to njdiet.com. They'll lose the weight for good. That's njdiet.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.